as we come once again to bring your word. The word is a now word for this nation, not only for the nation, but for, for everyone. I pray, Lord, uh, we welcome all the pastors that are in Africa and pastors in Pakistan and uh, India and around the world that have uh, been texting me and, and uh, been blessed by the teachings. We ask, that, Lord, that you bless them uh, as you uh, as they get their Bibles and get pens and paper, Lord, that uh, as we go into this stronghold, this tree, and begin to chop it down. You say that actually laid to the root, but Lord, we know that the branches have to be cut off first. And so, Father, as we go against this stronghold in the earth, uh, we pray that angels will go uh, before us, even on this word, that the anointing will be upon this word, that deliverance will be in this word, that people will get set free, and we give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 This is part three. Uh, the Lord said we start dealing with this, and I'm dealing with demolishing the tree of rejection. Uh, uh, Tuesday night, I saw I didn't finish with the Amorite branch, which is the branch of pride and haughtiness. And so I'm going to uh, finish that, and then we're going to go look at the Hittite branch. And there's a lot of other branches, offshoots of that, but I'm going to, uh, the Lord sort of instructs to take your time so people can get, get the word and, these, and you can hit everything. Uh, I'll start with John 14, uh, 27. This is the answer before we even deal with the problem. Amen? We get, let's get the answer first. Because uh, <clears throat> somebody was posting about uh, why people always talk about demons and always talking about devils. Well, there was a, there's an unbalance in the body of Christ. And uh, a lot of the hate that's going against the evangelical church now is because the evangelical church ain't did nothing. They sat behind the closed doors. They sat behind the big buildings and the programs and stuff. No Holy Ghost, no prophecy, no apostolic, no nothing. And a lot of hypocrisy. Uh, they, were more, they were more racist than, than uh, 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 the, the people out in the world. And so people said they get tired of looking at the hypocrisy. But uh, we're going to identify the true church. But John 14, 27, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you, my own peace. Now I give and bequeath you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. Don't permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated. And that's what we're seeing. Everybody wants to, they want to intimidate us. And cowardly and unsettled. Now his peace that he gives you, I shared the visitation that I had with Jesus. And when he walked up to me, and uh, I was going, you know, I wanted to tell him all the problems that I had in ministry and all the people that left me and all the trouble I went trying to build a church with no money. And I was, I'm just going to give him the whole spew, you know, why you let me do this? Why you let me go through this? And why did he came up to me and he hugged me? And when he hugged me, everything went away. Oh, wow. And this, I, I mean, peace came. There's no, no 25 years of ministry disappeared. It's like I ain't never did nothing. It just, it was gone. His peace is beyond our comprehension. We can't even comprehend what his peace is. When you embrace his peace, let them pick it, let them argue, let them shout. We walk in peace. Now, to deal with this tree of, of the, the final part of, of the tree of pride, I call it the, the Isaiah 53 chainsaw. You know, sometimes you, you got to use a chainsaw to cut the branch. So I say Isaiah 53. Humility. Isaiah 53 verse 3 says, he was despised and rejected of men. 
He was despised and rejected of men. So you have no business taking on rejection. He already took it for you. You don't have to be re feel like you've been rejected. He was rejected of men, men of sorrows, acquainted with grief. We hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. So, verse 7 says, Isaiah 53, he was oppressed. That's part of the rejection. He was afflicted, yet he opened up not his mouth. He brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before the shearers to be is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. You don't have to talk to people. People say, well, you ain't this and you ain't that. I ain't studying you. Put me down. Just keep my mouth closed. I, ain't, I, I don't receive it. You can't affect me. Luke 9, 22 says, The son must suffer many things and be rejected, and be rejected of the elders, chief priests, scribes, and be slain and raised on the third day. As I shared all the time, if you're going to be a prophet, first thing you've got to deal with is rejection. I mean, you might as well just get it over with because they're going to reject you when you try to bring them the word. Just, I don't want to hear what you got to say. Uh, that ain't God. I don't want to hear it. Uh, okay. But I ain't going to be rejected. I'm just giving you the message. I'm just going to get out of the way and let God deal with the rest of it. The Amorite is the pride. Now, we had a president. I mean, he, that boy was full of it, full of himself. God. Pride. Amorite rejection is pride. We'll get to the scripture in a little bit over that. Now, I said that Amorite branch of this tree of pride is an over high opinion of oneself. It implies extreme exaggeration of self-esteem and conceit. Two, haughty behavior. Resulted from this is arrogance. And some of the synonyms are conceit. Always implies exaggerated opinion of oneself, one's achievements. Vanity suggests excessive desire to be admired by others and, 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 and vainglory. Now, I ran into the spirit of vanity one time in Joliet years and years ago. And, and uh, when the thing manifested, it said, I'm, I'm not hurting her. I'm, 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 I'm not doing anything to her. She, she, she's okay. I'm not hurting her. And I said, devil, come out of her. And the demon said, I'll kill you. I don't care. He just got, the voice just changed. It just gave me a little man's voice. <laughs> I said, you vanity? <laughs> it just roared out. It just, just I'll kill you. So don't think that vanity is just a little bitty demon. That's yeah. a big demon. And then vainglory implies extreme conceit manifested by boasting, swaggering, and arrogance. So we have to pray for Obama and we got to pray for Trump. Uh, that he gets his mouth in order and that God really slaps the pride out of his mouth. You know, he's still working on him. I'm praying that Christ be formed in him. Amen. That God gets inside of his mouth, put a guard over. He's doing a little bit better than he was doing, but sometimes it slip out. You know, he just got a <laughs> demon want to manifest. He tried very hard the other day. He said, well, well I don't want to say anything, but they, they uh, nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. You know, so, so you know that he just <laughs> swell up. Now, the, the part of the pride we didn't deal with last Tuesday night is Proverbs 21, 24, a proud, proud and haughty man, scoffer, scoffer is his name, deals and acts with overbearing pride. So we've seen uh, the scoffers in the, in the picket lines, on the protest lines, and the 
Black Lives Matter, they're getting in people's face and ah, we don't want God and we don't want Jesus. You see the guy, the people in California, uh, we don't want God in our state. Now the state is on fire. I think they need to get Jesus back to California before they burn the bad boy down. <laughs> Proverbs 13.1 says, a wise son heeds is the fruit of his father's instruction and correction, but a scoffer listens not to rebuke. So that's why you, got, you don't even get in those people's faces. You just don't try to rebuke them. You just stay humble. Let them rage and ramp as a soft answer turns away wrath. Uh, uh, Proverbs 14, 6, a scoffer or someone in pride seeks wisdom in vain for his very attitude blinds and deafen him to it. But knowledge is easy to him being teachable and understanding. So a scoffer, you can't talk to them. They seek knowledge, but they can't get it. Proverbs 15, 12, a scorner has no love for one who rebukes him. Neither will he go to the wise for counsel. The Bible says they hate those that rebuke him in the gate. Proverbs 22, 10, drive out the scoffer or the scorner and contention will go out. Strife and abuse will cease. So when we're dealing with somebody with the, you, with scorn and, and strife and contention, if you got it in the house, then you had to know that their spirit of strife is there, spirit of abuse was there, and, 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 and you cast them out, and peace will come. Or you got somebody in the house, uh, you know, family reunion, and they always scoffing and scorning and making all kind of mess, put them out. Everybody says, I'm so glad they go. It's peaceful now. <laughs> Just put them out the door. Yeah. Put them out. You don't deal with those type of people. You just don't even try to deal with them. Just put them on out the door. You know, this, I've had to deal with them in the church. They came in the church. And said, this is not the church for you. I think you better go down the street. Amen? Arrogance is, God says, six things do I hate. Seven are abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. Heart that advised and wicked plans. Sounds like the uh, House of Representatives. Feet that are swift to run into evil. A false witness who speaks lies and one who sows discord among the brethren. We're seeing all that on the mainstream news right now. Everything that God hates, they're doing it. Amen. You can't even believe half the stuff you read now. Even on Facebook, you better fact check who posts what. You know, 30,000, 3,000 Christians are behind Biden. Yeah, well, who wrote it? Oh, the wrong people wrote it. Okay. Trying to change the narrative. Now, I did this two years ago. Remember, I did, I did some posts on projection that they're going to project. Uh, they're already projecting, uh, trying to project what would happen with the election now. Oh, uh, we're going to have to send the military in and get him out if he loses. And they try to project what's going to happen or there's going to be violence in the street. No, we bind it in Jesus' name. You're just going to surrender because you already defeated before the foundation of the world. So we speak that. So now that's the end of the branch of the pride branch. Now I want to deal with, I, I will go back to the Amorite, but I want to deal with the Hittite. Hittite branch of the tree because it's a big branch. And we get this from Ezekiel 6.13. And say, Thus said the Lord God to Jerusalem, representing Israel, your spiritual origin and your birth are thoroughly Canaanitish. Canaanitish means rejected. It means despised. Your spiritual father was an Amorite, which means lifted up, and pride, and your spiritual mother was a Hittite. That means terror and fear. Now, I, I, I was almost ran past this until I remembered that David 
because of rejection from Michelle, sat on the bed and happened to see Bathsheba sitting down there taking a bath. And he said, who is that? He said, that's Bathsheba. That's the Hittite's wife. So here's David with rejection from his wife. Now remember now, when David got the victory and he came in and brought the ark back, that he was dancing and shouted and praising God and she stuck up her head out the window and began to berate him and put him down and talk about him and how dare you take off your kingly garments in front of all these people and, uh, 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 and, and she began to berate him and God cursed her with barrenness. Now you need to, back in that day in that time when a woman uh, her worth was you gotta have a baby. You're supposed, if you don't have a baby you're worse than, you ain't nobody. So all the women in the palace was just putting her down. Just, and so she, she didn't have the right attitude. She was a, a, a wicked. So here's, what, his, here's, what, here's what, the, what Saul said. When David got the victory and he came through and the women started singing, David killed his 10,000 and Saul killed his thousands. And Saul said, oh, this, why are they singing? Why are he getting all the credit? So 1 Samuel 18, he said, I know what I'm going to do. Saul thought, women, I will give her to him that she may be a snare to him. Now what kind of father would do that knowing that his, uh, his daughter was, was a scorner, a scoffer, a controlling freak, or whatever she was, she was, she was, she was a mess. He said, I'll give that to David and, and a snare to him because she's going to constantly be in his ear. It's better live in the corner of the house stuff than a teacher's woman. He said, I'm going to give her his hand and the hand of the Philistines on the other side. He ain't going to have no peace at home and he ain't going to have no peace when he go out because he got to fight the Philistines when he go out. So he got to fight his wife when he come back home. So Saul said to David the second time, now nah, shall you now become my son in law? He said, I'm going to set you up. You think, you, you think you're going to be king? I'll, I'll take care of this. So we talked about the conspiring of King Saul, how he conspired. Uh, he told his servant, say, go tell David that I love him. But I'm going to kill him if I get my hands on you. <laughs> yeah, people like that. That's all. This stuff is stemming from rejection. Rejecting people will do some strange things to you or, or, or work against you to, to destroy you. Rejected. So David suffered from this rejection. She didn't have no children. And she, she was a, so that opened the door for murder, adultery, conspiracy. He said, well, 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 send, send, well who is that? He, uh, Uriah. Oh, okay. Send him here. Send him to the front of the line. Let him get killed. I ain't going to kill him, yeah. and I'm going to put him in the place where he yeah. get killed. Yeah. And then we know the story about Nathan that come in and correct him and rebuke him and say, you stole some man's sheep. You had all the sheep in the kingdom, and you took this poor man's little sheep. And, and uh, David said, I have sinned. I have sinned. And the baby died and all that stuff. But fear, the Hittite Reaction to fear. I'm going to talk about that a little bit. I'm going to read a little bit because uh, this book, if you don't have it, you need to get it. It's called Rejection, It's Fruits and It's Roots by William G. Knoll. And uh, Norman Parrish, Apostle Parrish, did the forward on it. But he did it. He lays it all out like a tree, this tree. So I'm just dealing with the branches, and next several weeks I'll be dealing with the roots. But when, object when rejection occurs, or is believed to have occurred, then there's a series of reactions are put in motion, and if the person accepts the rejection, the Hittite reaction is fear and terror. 
And for fear is, a, is called, also called anxiety. Anxiety, and the terms will be used interchangeably. Uh, when you talk about fear, you talk about anxiety. Everybody's anxious. They've been shut in for three, four months, and the anxiety level is high. People are walking in the store like zombies. You know, they got on a mask. Gotta wear my mask. Gotta wear my mask. Gotta wear my mask. <laughs> I mean, it's a control thing, the mind control thing, to get the people to get used to being controlled uh, by the wicked. So I want to I talk. Uh, Talk about a lady named Joan. She was divorced. She was a white female with three-year-old son. She lived with her parents who provided her with emotional and financial support. And this support came with careful control over her life, which was done by manipulation. If that failed, then rejection. Joan, that was she felt she was fortunate uh, uh, and lived and believed at the time to be secure and comfortable. But she was troubled with excessive gas, belching, burning in her stomach after meals, and sometimes at night. So what the, what? Yeah, rejection. Just look at this, okay? Occasionally she had severe headaches with nausea, which, was, which would disable her for 12, 10, 12 to 24 hours. At times she experienced periods of excessive tiredness and difficulty with thought concentration. One afternoon after a tiring day with her rather three-year-old son, she suddenly felt something terrible was going to happen. She tried to control her thoughts, but to no avail. The sense of dread and foreboding increased. Her heart began to race. Her head began to pound. Pain developed in her chest, and she began to feel like she was smothering from the lack of air. Her respiratory rate, breathing, was now quite rapid. Dizziness and muscle weakness developed so she was unable to stand. The muscles in the back of her legs, her arm, her voice box began to tighten, and she was not able to get up off the floor or call for help. She was uh, terrified, believing that she would die. Her mother arrived home, and then one hour after this episode started, her family arrived with her to the physician's office where she received intravenous sedation, referred to a medical specialist for evaluation, and then this started a whole series of examinations. You know, when the medical people get hold of you, they won't let you go. They won't, they won't, they won't give you something to drug you up. Amen? That's money. You are dollar bills. You come to their office. That's all they see is money, regardless of what you're going through. And so here, they, here they, they did long examinations, very medical tests, suppressed her symptoms, controlled the acute attacks of panic, but left her feeling numb like a zombie. Now this is all from rejection or the spirit of fear or the Hittite reaction to rejection. Obviously if she's living with her parents, then even if she wasn't married or she got a divorce, and so there's a rejection there. And so when you start feeling fear and thinking on it, the enemy comes because uh, fear is free-floating. I mean, it's just there. It's, as I gave examples Tuesday night, a bear can smell you 30 miles away. And they can track you from 30 miles. So can you imagine in the spirit realm how demons can be attracted to your fear? And they come. And so this spirit of fear, anxiety, the Lord let me... Feel that spirit when he first called me to deliver us. I mean, I, I, I got up one morning. I couldn't even go to work. I was scared to go out the door. I mean, I was terrified. I mean, everything. It was like a black blanket had just draped over me. 
And I had to call one of, the, one of the elders. I said, you need to pray for me now. This thing is holding me. I can't, I'm afraid to even leave my house. I'm afraid to go outside. And so God let me experience with that fear. It paralyzes you. It just, it's just a dark spirit. And so this anxiety is a symptom in all psychiatric disorders. So they call it acute anxiety attacks. And so now they begin to drug you up. So now you've got these symptoms and the enemy drugs you up. So now you're addicted to the drugs. And getting a temporary relief from your from your what, what's going on, and, and you get this dread, anxiety, your heart, your lungs, your chest, everything tightens up. And so this is a fear. And this is what's hitting America. This is what's hitting the earth right now. I mean, for your believer, we can cast down this thing. I mean, we know we cast down reasoning and every other thing. But for those that ain't saved, they're committing suicide. I got pastor in Nepal. He said, Pastor, they're committing suicide everywhere. People they don't have no food and they're just giving up and they're just India, suicide, Japan, suicide. People are just killing themselves because of this fear. And so we have to fight against this tree. We're going to cut this tree down before election time. It's coming down. I'm, I'm hitting every branch and everything, and we're releasing it, and, and, and I'm going to call these spirits out, and they got to go. Now, fear, out of this fear branch, their branch is off now, a fantasy branch. Fantasy. Fantasy is a, under fantasy, it means to daydream. Daydreamers, uh, 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 they uh, think of wealth, they think of power, they think of, they dream about position, but they never get up and go get a job. All, or they can become a rabid sports fan, or a rabid movie fan, or, or bookworm, or, or con controlled by the internet, or computer games. They just daydream. There's no input coming in. They're just dreaming about how great they're going to be, but they never go to school, they never uh, get the job. And then the, another part of it is lust for the world. We know about the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. That's on that branch. Perversion is on the branch of, of daydreaming, on, on, of fantasy. Perversion is uh, pornography, adultery, masturbation, fornication, sexual dysfunction. Under that is early, uh, 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 late climax, no special sexual desire, peeping time, exhibitionism, fetishism, sadomasochism, oral gen genital sex, rape, orgies, all leads to homosexual, also leads to homosexual, lesbianism, fear of men and fear of women. And this is on the branch of fear. This is coming out of the root of rejection. One of the branches that goes off is fear, and fear causes all of this stuff. Fear makes you feel, I don't fit in. Well, I, I'll fit into this group. If I fit into that group, if I, if I cut all my hair off and have purple-green hair, I'll be in this group. I'll, I won't be rejected. I'll, I'll look like the world. And then we got people in the church coming in with nose jewels and earrings and tattoos and say, I want to fit in. No, you're already fearfully and wonderfully made. You don't need to fit in. Amen? You're already fit in in the kingdom. Also on that tree branch is the debased mind, the psychopath sociopath, and pedophilia. What are we dealing with right now in America? Pedophilia. pedophilia. California just passed the law that they can have sex with, with 10-year-olds now. Just, the government just passed it because Trump's been going after them. And he's been arresting the thousands of them, the pedophiles. And so they want to pass a law that you can't touch me now because it's legal now in, my, in our state. But all those people in Hollywood, We've been raping children and, and all this stuff for years and years and years. If you want to be a Hollywood star, you've got to have sleep with the producer and the producer and all this kind of thing. And they're having uh, orgies and, and, and shipping uh, Epstein's Island, shipping these kids off. And uh, the 60 people that just found in Delaware the other day, the kids, they were in a container getting ready to ship them off. All of this is part of that network mm -hmm. under this 
fear branch of rejection. So the enemy is using this pedophilia uh, to control all these children. Been thousands and thousands of women and children have been missing, and they can't find them. Now they find they've been underground. They've been in caverns. They've been underground cities, underground from across America. There's a network of caves and cities all through America. You can almost drive from, uh, I think they said from Texas, all the way up to Maine, underground, because they have been doing this for years. You know, when they started back in the 50s and 40s, with these nuclear shelters and underground shelters and stuff, they started building cities. Trillions and trillions of dollars. What do you think all that money, that, when they, they, lay, they were going to build that bridge in uh, California, the bridge is nowhere, it's been billions and billions of dollars, and then it only went about five blocks. They took all that money and built <laughs> underground, oh <my> <laughs> underground uh, caverns and stuff. So off of that tree, off of that branch, is the a, is a lust for life, the pride of life, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. So 1 John 12, 2, 5, 6, 15, and 16 says, Do not cherish the world or the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For if all is that is in the world, that the lust of the flesh, the craving for sensual gratification, and the lust of the eyes, greeting, greeting and longings of the mind, and the pride of life, assurance of one's own resources, or in the stability of earthly things, these do not come from the Father, but of the world. They sent out a stimulus check. I went to Walmart one day. I mean, people were buying them big screen TVs like they're going out of style. Just got to have these things. That's a comfort, you know. Well, I'm going to be shut in for three months. I'm about to have a good TV so I can watch in 24 hours, you know, when I grew up, the TV went out at 12 o'clock. They sing the national anthem and sing the flag flying, yep. and the screen went great. I mean, go to bed. <laughs> also, off of this branch is perversion. You know, perversion is to be uh, uh, the morally crooked, uh, perverted. That the immoral compass of America is destroyed. I mean, it's just going, uh, it's going everywhere. Perversion, Romans 1, 21 and 22, we know these scriptures because when they knew and recognized him as God, they did not honor or glorify him as God, giving thanks. But instead, they became futile and godless in their thinking. That's what she's talking about, the communist social uh, thinking that these people have that uh, we're going to take money from the rich and give it to the poor and give it to those needy and uh, uh, everybody be happy. No. The, the, the rich say, I, what good is me going to work? Why should I use my entrepreneurship and all my skills? I'm not going to support all these people. And then the people on the bottom say, hey, I'm getting this free money. Me going to work? I ain't going to work. So the poor little middle class, get to work, slave, make brick without straw. <laughs> but instead, their specul stupid speculations and their senseless minds are darkened. You got some people that are politicians, they ain't got no brains, common sense at all. I don't know how they, how they even got to be elected. Just People just didn't pay them no attention. So let somebody stupid be in charge. <laughs> Claiming to be wise, they became fools. Professing to be smart, they became simpletons themselves. So perversion is, is one of the strongholds. Now also, there's a stronghold on the fantasy branch to deal with this, Proverbs 3, verse 5, 6 says, Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart, mind. Don't rely on your own insight and understanding. Don't stay down here. Go up to the high places. Don't stay in the cardinal ways. You can't, you, as I said before, 
what's happening now, you got to hear from God. You can't go by your own thinking and what you think you understand. You got to hear from God. In all your ways, know, recognize, acknowledge Him. He will direct and make straight and plain your path. So, how do we get through this thing that we're going through in America? Follow God. Listen to what He's saying. Exodus 20, verse 5 says, You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself any graven image or worship it or any likeness of anything that is in the heavens, that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the sea. You shall not bow down yourself to them, serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of those that hate me. A lot of people say, well, God, uh, he don't do that no more. Yes, he does. He's still, the Old Testament is just a type and shadow of the new. Amen. He didn't take away the Old Testament. He said, this is what's going to happen. If you do this, this will happen. But if you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, we can cut this thing out of your life. Amen. But don't try to lean on your understanding. Trust in me and come to me for the answers. You know, when you're dealing with a tree, or a tree, you just can't cut the, at the trunk. You know, you got to deal with the top branches. Some of them trees be 50, 60 feet. You got to climb up that thing and cut that thing. And so I'm starting to look at all these spirits that are up in this tree. There's a lot of spirits that are up in this uh, tree of rejection. Yeah. So we want to cut them down. I just want to, uh, 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 Jesus said, for this cause that the Son of Man come, that he might make manifest the works of darkness. So, when you're doing deliverance and you're preaching deliverance, I'm, I'm purposely wanting these demons to manifest so we can give them. Amen. Amen. So don't think I'm coming after you. I'm coming after the spirits. Amen. Amen. If there's a spirit in you, we're going to get him. Amen. Amen. If he ain't there, no Amen. foul, no harm, just keep on going. Amen. Don't try to pick and choose if you got one. Amen. Just let that thing make it manifest. See, because the stronghold is in our mind, imagination, the thing, the thought. 2 Corinthians 2, we all know this, but I got to go over for those that are watching around the world. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 to 6. The weapons of our warfare, the believer's warfare, are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. Where's the stronghold? In us and in the heavens. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. We just can't let people just get on TV and, and say stuff in the mainstream media, just say stuff out of their mouth and Trump did this and Trump. No, we rebuke that. No, we cast that down. Don't sit in front of the TV letting people say that stuff. Call them, they put them words out there. This is the year of the word. When you let whatever word goes out is whatever word's going to take root. So we got to refute this thing, these arguments and, and cast them down and we leave every thought. No, your thought is messed up we're going to bring you back in line. Your purpose Amen. is messed up. You've been captive and carried away. We're going to call you, bring you back to the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, because every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. I'm sorry. I don't, you can hate God if you want to, but you're going to bow the knee. So go ahead and smoke your dope. You're going to bow the knee. Go ahead and blaspheme his name. You're going to bow the knee. Go ahead and say, oh, we want communism. You're going to bow the knee. Either you're going to bow the knee or you're going to go to hell, one or the other. That's your choice. Verse 6 says, being in readiness to punish every insubordinate for his disobedience. When your own submission and obedience as a church are fully secure and complete. Casting out arguments. So, 
We've got to learn to capture these thoughts that the enemy, these rejection spirits and fear spirits are trying to put in our brain, put in our mind. Oh, you're going to have an accident. Oh, don't you feel this fear coming on? Don't you know you feel this symptom? See this pain in your side? That's cancer. Don't you know you got No, I cast you down in the name of Jesus. This is not of God. He heals all my diseases. I got to put a word to what the enemy is trying to bring to you. Because, yeah, you're going to feel, feel sick, you know, not unless you just want to take off work. Oh, I feel the fever. I think I'm going to be sick. Y'all, you just want to take off work. No, you, you, you rebuke that thing, that fever will leave, amen? You're just trying to get, I used to do that. Like, you know, when you're a Christian, you just can't call your job and lie and say, you know, I'm sick. You can't put that cotton in your nose and get the nose and, oh, no, you got, you got to really be sick. So when you get sick and you know you got a fever, well, then I can call in. I did it one time. Jesus said, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You know I already healed you. <laughs> I just want a day off, Lord. <laughs> I can't lie. Just give me a day off. <laughs> Lean not to your own understanding in this hour. When we're dealing with this deception, this the rejection. Jeremiah 7 verse 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things, and it is exceedingly perverse and corrupt and severely mortally sick. Who can know it or perceive it or understand or be acquainted with his own heart and mind? Because some of the stuff you thought is you was your demon. And some of you thought it was a demon was your human flesh. And some of it was, was your spirit man. So we gotta, you got to be able to distinguish which one is talking and who is talking. But if it don't light up the word of God, at least I know it's either the, the demon or my flesh that don't want to listen to what the word says. Proverbs 28, 26. He who leans on, trusts in, and is confident of his own mind and heart is self-confident fool. You ever hear people say, I know my heart. No, you don't. Quit lying. You don't know your heart. Only God knows your heart. Amen. Because these folks, you ever see them on TV? They bring him out handcuffs. He was a nice man. He never bothered nobody. I don't know why he killed his wife. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know what's lying inside you when somebody push your button too far. Something will manifest. Amen? Amen. But he who walks in skillful godly wisdom shall be delivered. When you have the word, you will be delivered. You're washed by the water of the word. You know, I don't need to lay hands on everybody. All you got to do is get the word in you. And you'll get, when the devil sees the word in you, he'll run. That fire, that word is like fire. Now, part of the lust of the world is... Personal appearance. What we in the generation now? You got Botox. You get shot up in the lips, butts, head, everywhere. Everybody just going crazy. Extreme exercise, and women want to look like a man. Bulimia, anorexia, chest implants, breast implants, butt implants, provocative clothes, expensive clothing. You gotta have this. Gotta have this bag and have that bag. And what's what? It was that expensive bag. Uh, when the, what's one of the ladies' expensive bags? Uh, Gucci. Gucci, yeah. Uh, I read a lady uh, in Australia. Lady in Australia went over to Singapore or somewhere and bought a $17,000 bag. Oh, my. And they took it at customs because she didn't have the custom receipt, the proper paperwork. She, got, she lost $17,000 for a bag. That's a whole car. <laughs> a new one, too. 
for a bag. You got a $17,000 bag and no money to put in it. Help us, Lord. Part of the branch of the lust of the eyes, lust of the fresh, pride of life is provocative dress. Got the pants hanging all down, drawers hanging out. <laughs> Hollywood, they dread, and put no clothes on, see through this, see through that. Porn, sex toys, self-love, trips, got to take trips in Hollywood and fly on the jet and things, drugs, food, nymphomania, all of these overindulgence, all these are part of the lust of the flesh branch. And so we bind these spirits. Father, we take authority over provocative dress, pornography, we bind these spirits of self-love, drugs, overdoing, overindulgence, greed, bulimia, anorexia, nervosa, all of these things that the enemy is causing people to be uh, 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 in injections and Botox and people say you're not good enough, you don't look good enough, you need this, you need to look like this, you need a tattoo here. You need a we bind the lies of the enemy that is binding up people. We loose you from this thing of people rejecting you because of the way you look. We bind that spirit that says you have to put a wig on. Amen. You're not fearfully wonderfully made no more, so you got to look this way. you got to have big, long eyelashes in order to, to please men. No, God will make you beautiful. He said he gives you beauty for ashes. People overindulge in food, amen? Uh, 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 Philippians 3, 18 and 19. For there are many of whom I've often told you, and now tell you even with tears, who walk and live as enemies of the cross of Christ, the anointed one. They are doomed in their faith, is eternal misery and perdition. Their God is their stomach, their appetites, their sensuality, and they glory in their shame, Siding with earthly things and being of their party. God has shut everything down. Now you can't go to Golden Corral no more. Amen. You can't go to Tammy Buffet no more. Amen. No, you can't go in there. Just you got to social distance. God shut everything down. So now y'all get out there and exercise and walk. Go to the gym. Amen. Get all that, all that eating. We live to eat instead of eat to live. Amen. And so that people are overweight. America's the most overweight nation in the world. You go to Africa, they walk everywhere. I mean, you go to India, they walk everywhere. I mean, they, just, they be skinny. They be walking. We got all this food. You go to the grocery store in Africa, you may see a few things. Not in, in South Africa and in uh, uh, Nigeria, they now got, got, got uh, uh, food stores now where you can go in. But in most of these countries, they have hawkers on the street. Whatever you need, you go on the street and just buy it. Individuals, somebody selling the socks, somebody selling watches, somebody selling <laughs> bread, somebody selling this, somebody selling milk. And they're hawking people, that's how they make their money. But now they've started having grocery stores. You go in America, you sit there, what kind of cereal do I want today? Jesus, you got 15,000 choices, amen? You go to some of these third world courses, all you got is white rice, that's it, you know, nothing else. So, thankful, don't overindulge in food and drugs. Uh, we got so many people drugged out on drugs, which is stress and anxiety. Now, the world's anxiety, stress, they give you stress blockers and, and anxiety blockers. Caffeine, nicotine, sleeping pills, tranquilizers, pain pills, acetaphetamine, opium, cannabis, cocaine, hallucinogens, alcohol. In the beginning, they numb the stress and the anxiety, but they become addictive. That's how the world deals with these pressures. God said, come unto me, all you that are heavy burden and labor. Take my yoke upon you. Learn me. You can't be stressed out. If you read the back of the book, it said we overcome. So all of this just is a walking out 
the plane that's already been put before us. Amen. We're just walking this thing out. How will you react to what's going on? These things take away, these blockers take away and enslave your heart. Philippians 4 said, be careful for nothing. Here's how you deal with anxiety. But in everything, in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Hosea 4, verse 11 and 12 says that whoredom and wine and new wine take away the heart. These drugs and stuff take your heart away. My people ask counsel of their stocks. Mr. Marijuana Branch, would I be successful today? <laughs> and their staff declared unto them, for the spirit of whoredoms which calls in the air, and they have gone whoring from under their God. There's no covering. God said in 2021, I'm pulling back the covers on all wickedness. I'm exposing everything, and I want to put a new covering over my people. A covering of the covenant that the people need to be exposed for. So we're seeing exposure everywhere we look. Everything's being exposed. Lust of the world, pride of life, people. You want to have people, things, money, consumptive lifestyle. You uh, macho male. You got to be controlling and controlling boss. All of these things are putting it on a front because you have a lust for the world and people die losing everything. Stock market fall, they lose everything. Because you wanted the things of the world. Amen? Our children, instead of them trying to teach, I, I believe in it, instead of teaching algebra and trigonometry in, in college, teach them how to balance a checkbook. Amen? How to open up an account, what a stock is, what a buy. You, they need to teach them how to, some people you don't even know how to write a check. Yeah. Just swipe your card. Yeah. Don't know how to balance your checkbook. You swipe, keep swiping that card and you don't check your account, you're going to be overdrawn. So then they charge you, well, you overdraft $35, for a $4 check. Check up, take it. Offer this, and then that's the, branch, that's the branch of the lust of the world, lust of the flesh, pride of life. Then there's another branch that goes off, insecurity, inferiority branch of fantasy. Now this is all still off of fantasy, one part of fantasy. You feel like you're a grasshopper in your own sight when you're rejected, irresponsible, you can't get them to take responsibility for anything. A lonely spirit. Flee responsibility. You give them a job, then they lose the job. Get the first paycheck, and they lost the job. Oh, they just don't like me. They get another job. They get the first paycheck, go out, get drunk, get high, don't come to work the next morning, they fire. That's over and over and over and over and over and over. Irresponsibility. Abusive relationships. When I'm rejected, rejected, the opposite of rejected is pride. It's a, pride is the option. When you, I'm rejected, then I have to have pride or, or, or take control of myself so you can't reject me. So I, you reject me, then I'm going to change my personality to where I'm strong and I, this is who I am and I'm proud. And, this, and so you can no longer reject me any longer. Or they say, my fault, it's my fault. Oh, oh it's your fault that somebody raped you. That's how people feel. They get raped and say, oh, I, should, I, I shouldn't have been there. Uh, it was my fault. Vagabond spirit. Street drugs, alcohol, tranquilizer, arrested development. Now, I'm calling these spirits out because these are all branches. Just off, We didn't get down to the tree to the root where the root is. But these are things that people get into flesh it, because of fear. 
and they get into these doors and these are spirits and that, that, that uh, come against them. And so we want to expose failure. We bind failure. You are successful in Christ Jesus. He wrote victory over your name, under your name. When you made you, your, every hair is numbered by the Lord. Your, your looks, your eyeballs, everything about you God created. Why are you yeah. trying to change it and make it look like the world wants you to look? God said, when you get to heaven, God, Jesus won't even recognize you. <laughs> Who are you? That ain't the body I gave you. You must belong to the other fella, because it ain't mine. See, look here. Here's the photo. Here's the family photo album. And here's what you supposed to look. This ain't you. That's Michael Jackson. Remember how handsome Michael Jackson was? Why would you want to change? He was so rejected that he changed his very look into a demonic look. The demons just took over his very look from rejection. That's just from rejection. That's the fantasy brand. Now we got another branch over here called torment and fear. 1 John 4, 18 and 19, there is no fear in love. So that means that in order to deal with fear, I've got to come to Christ and let the love of God be shed abroad in my heart. But perfect love, which is God's love, casts out fear. Perfect love casts out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Let me say that again so you, you get this down. Because if you come in here and tell me one more time you're afraid of something, I'm going to show you right away. It says right here in this word. It says, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. So you better get up on love street and learn how to love the unlovable. Amen? Learn how to love those that hate you. Learn how to love those that despise you. Just love. Oh, I just love you anyway. That's okay, honey. Go ahead and hate me, but I love you. <laughs> You ain't going to get me. Amen. You stay bound. I'm going to be free. We loved him because he first loved us. So here's the scripture. I just gave you the word. Y'all out there, if you got fear, you're not perfect in love. You say, well, where do I get this love? You got to come to Jesus to get it. And the Bible says when you come to him and repent of your sins, he sheds his love abroad into your heart. And then you got to give that love that's in your heart away and it increases in fruit. It increases and gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And then when fear comes, <laughs> not here. It must be the other fellow. You're at the wrong house, you know, down the street because this house is full of love. Don't you see the love battle over our door? Amen. Don't receive it. It's not my package. Ding dong. Here's a fear for you. No, this is the wrong address. Not here. See the blood over the doorpost? See the love? Don't you see my glory on me? That's how you don't receive. The devil just can't put stuff on you and give you stuff because you're full of glory. You got the wrong address. Jesus said what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Under this torment branch is the spirit of terror, night terror, which causes insomnia, nightmares, incubus, succubus, incubus, it sleeps with women, Sukkabus seeks with men. Fear of germs, fear, uh, harassing spirits, fear of the dark, fear of dreams, fear of sleep. When God was bringing me through, as I was going through learning deliverance, and God let these demons manifest, and they would come at, 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 at midnight and 11 o'clock at night, and they would torment me in my head and just, we're going to kill you. And I was scared to go to sleep. And I was crying, oh, God, deliver me. God, deliver me from this spirit. He said, I ain't. I said, what? He said, I'm not. He just said, this is clear. He said, speak my word. 
started speaking my word, put on some praise, stop being more. And I did that for about three nights. I did that devil, the devil would torment me, he would come and torment me, and light, lust spirits, and all kinds of spirits coming at night. I'd get off work and be home. My wife working night shift, she working a swing shift, graveyard shift, and I'd, I'd go to bed about eight, seven to eight o'clock, go to sleep, wake up at 12, and I'd put my praise tapes on. And I started praying and walking through the house praying. After three nights, the devil said, I got to get out of here. You crazy. You didn't, you didn't went nuts. <laughs> Speaking that word. So I, he said, devil will keep me up all night. I said, devil, I'm going to keep you up all night. You come to my house, you're going to keep me up. So you're going to hear my praise. You're going to hear my word. You're going to hear the word. I'm going to speak the word all night long. I can, I can hang in this battle just as long as you can hang in this battle. And you want to torment me, I'm going to torment you. Yes. And that's what I did. The devil said, I got to go. You crazy. That's a good report. Amen. When the devil says, you crazy. Eh? I'm crazy if I Jesus. Amen. Phobotic reactions. Uh, people have fear of uh, uh, phobias. Uh, crowds. Some people are afraid of in insects. Closed spaces. Puberty. Obesity. Tired all the time. Weakness. Memory problems. Thought concentration. All of this is fear, but it's rooted down in rejection. So we can hit the branch of fear, but if we don't get down to that rejection, you're going to have to keep manifesting something in your life. Psalms 4 and 8, here's the scripture. In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you, Lord, alone make me dwell in safety and confident trust. Did I run out of time, Kurt? Where am I at? I think I just ran out of time. Jeez. Well, I got to stop now. I ain't even got halfway through. And Lord said, take your, take your time. So I'll take my time. Father, I thank you for this word this morning. That fear has tormented, and you didn't give us a spirit of fear. And those that are watching around the world, those that are watching this tape, I bind that fear in your heart. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in the Lord your God. Don't let fear enter there. We close the door on fear, torment. We close the door on this uh, Amorite spirit of, of lust of the eyes. Lust of the flesh, pride of life. We close the door on these spirits that are manifesting addiction to drugs. Uh, everyone that has been, you've been uh, prescribed drugs and treatments and, and it's not helping you. All they're doing is masking over what you're internally going on on the inside. I command you to be free in Jesus' name. We break the chains, the cords, the fetters, the web, the snares. Everything that the enemy has put on your mind, we unlock that lock on your mind that causes you to panic, have paranoia, that afraid to go outside, afraid to be around people, all that fear, fear have torment, and we did God did not give you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. So, Father, we pray that you would give them self-control, that they'll be able to control their thoughts. I pray that, Lord, that their mind, they'll be able to cast out every reasoning, every high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of Christ. We capture our thoughts this morning. We capture our fears this morning. We capture our, our, our we bind these harassing spirits. We bind these spirits that come in the night. We bind these witches and warlocks and mediums and, and spiritualists that are trying to bring symptoms on us. We take authority over you in your bloodline. We break the curse back 50 generations in the name of Jesus. We put the blood of Jesus over our mind, body, and spirit. We bind coronavirus and any other virus they try to send in the name of Jesus. We bind this fear that's coming from TV, that's coming from the media, that's coming from uh, uh, reporters. We come coming from politicians. We bind this fear. We speak life to America. We speak life 
life to the church. We speak life to the people. We, Lord, you said that we should sanctify ourselves that they may be sanctified. Lord, that they may come into the kingdom, Lord. For such were we, Lord. We were sinners yet without a God, but you saved us. So you can save every protester. You can save everyone in Black Lives Matter. You can save everyone that was espousing communism and socialism. You can save them, Lord. Change their mind. We bind the prince of the power of the air that has blinded their minds. At least they receive, receive the truth of your word. We bind these spirits up in the name of Jesus. We take authority over them in the name of Jesus. There is no fear. Perfect love. Cast out fear. Lord, send the love of God yes. across this world. Let there be a deluge of your love and your presence and your glory. We bind that vagabond spirit, drug spirit, alcohol spirits, all you, all you abusive spirits, irresponsible spirits, in the name of Jesus, pride of life spirits, spirits of love of money and the, and the love of money and controlling bosses and controlling people in your family. We break those bands in Jesus' name. Every insecurity must go. Every branch of fantasy must go. Every abusive relationship, we break it. Even back when you uh, every boyfriend, every girlfriend, every ex-husband, every ex-wife, we break the soul tie today. We break that spirit of disloyalty and rejection that came from them in the name of Jesus. Spirits of mistrust, we take authority over the name of Jesus. We bind that, Lord. We forgive them and we set our own selves free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Father, every addiction to drugs, to alcohol, to opium, marijuana, cocaine, in our family, in our bloodline, in our children, around us, people that we know, we pray that a, a deliverance come today. We pray that everything that is a, a yeah, every pain killer, every pain spirit. Pain. If you've been walking in pain, I lose healing on you now. You've been in pain for years. I break that yoke of that enemy right now in Jesus' name. No more pain in your body from the fear. No more pain for what somebody else did to you. Father, we loose ourselves from the pain of the past and we step into the present and we progress into the future in Jesus' name. Everything that causes numbness and stress, anxiety, come out in Jesus' name. Let us go. Come off our head, come off our shoulders, come off our backs in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Every porn spirit, every lust spirit uh, that come in from these TV ads and commercials on TV, all these provocative uh, ads and stuff that lust gets in our eyes, Lord. Cleanse our eyes, Lord. We will not look upon the wicked thing, Lord. We cleanse us from all unrighteousness in Jesus' name. Cleanse our ears from every wicked thing that we've heard in the name of Jesus. We close our ears to the wicked, Lord. Open up our ears to the things of the Spirit. We hear the voice of the shepherd and no one will not follow another. Every person that rejects themselves Self-rejection and self-accusation. Be free in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's done. Praise God. Come on, give a lot of praise. Praise God. I will work myself today. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thought I'd be further along than what I was. Boy, I guess 